I'm Sandy Kozell. 21 biker group members are now charged in a deadly shooting in Maryland. Heading out today, we're expecting extreme heat this weekend. How to stay cool? I'm Melissa Howell. 76 degrees in downtown Washington at 1 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. From New England to the Pacific Coast, the mainland USA is broiling and in some parts burning. We start with KYWTV Stephanie Stahl in Philadelphia. Philly is baking. Prolonged heat in the city makes hot temperatures scorching. It's all the concrete where heat is amplified, creating the heat island effect. It's too hot. It's too hot right now. Oh, I'm warm as hell. Prolonged days of heat without cooling in the evening increases the risk for heat-related illnesses. People come in to have temperatures up as high as 104, 105, 106. Dr. Delano Wardlaw with Temple Health says the hospital is geared up for an expected increase in patients suffering from the heat. Which is is not helping out west either or the southwest where the wildfire season is in full swing from Texas reporter Chris Fox. Somerville County just southwest of DFW is one of 10 to be added to the list of 73 other counties on Governor Greg Abbott's current disaster declaration. Over 6,700 acres have burned there so far. Fortunately, no deaths have been recorded. There have been 60 homes evacuated, about 40 homes that were threatened, 16 homes that were destroyed, and five that were damaged. The heat wave and Severe drought conditions have resulted in nearly 7,000 wildfires reported in Texas since January. Chris Fox for CBS News, Austin. President Biden is reported by the White House to be improving in isolation there as he recovers from a case of COVID that his doctor believes is a highly contagious strain. How did he get it? They're contact tracing about 17 people who could be potential close contacts of the president. They also said the president likely has BA5, which is the strain of COVID that is responsible for 70 to 80 percent of the current COVID cases in the U.S. But again, his doctor says he's improving. He's headed in the right direction. Correspondent Christina Ruffini, the head of the World Health Organization, calls the spreading monkeypox virus a global emergency. We would anticipate that going into the future, we will have more and more of this monkeypox vaccine available to us, but it will take some time. There's only one manufacturer in the world, and every country wants some of that vaccine. Dr. William Schaffner at Vanderbilt. Five months into its battle against a Russian invasion, Ukraine gives a war status report. Ukraine's President Vladimir Zelensky said this week that back in May and June, his military was losing up to 200 soldiers a day and claims that's now down to 30. And the head of Britain's Foreign Intelligence Service now predicts that Russia's invasion is, quote, about to run out of steam after some epic fails. Correspondent Holly Williams in Ukraine. This is CBS News. Find great hires fast with Indeed. Their end-to-end hiring solution makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates all in the same place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. It's 103 Sunday, July 24th, 2022. The high today, 99. morning, I'm Stephanie Gaines Bryant. The top local stories we're following this hour. Campaign 2022 on WTOP. Maryland's new Democratic nominee for governor, Wes Moore, is promising to work for all Marylanders and to get his Republican rival or to take his Republican rival seriously.
plan on leading with a very clear understanding that every single Marylander is not just going to have a vote, but they're going to have a voice. The political novice beat high-profile Democrats like former U.S. Labor Secretary Tom Perez to cinch the nomination and take on Trump-supported Republican Dan Cox. Dan Cox represents the most extreme fringe of American politics, and simply put, he is so far outside of the mainstream that I believe he would be dangerous in the governor's office. A former combat veteran, Rhodes Scholar, and best-selling author, Moore has faced questions over his backstory, but has dismissed claims that he exaggerated his personal narrative. Shana Stulen, WTOP News. Other results continue to come in from Maryland's primary as more mail-in ballots get counted. In Maryland's 2nd Congressional District, Nicolee Ambrose is the projected winner of the Republican primary. She'll face Democratic Congressman Dutch Rupersberger in November. In the 3rd District Republican primary, Euripsy Morgan is the projected winner. She will face the Democratic Congressman John Sarbanes in the general election. You're being told to pack lots of patience if you're following the county executive race in Montgomery County. In the Democratic primary, it's a neck-and-neck neck race between incumbent Mark Elrich and challenger David Blair. Heading into the weekend, Elrich had eked out a lead of just 0.3%, or less than 300 votes over Blair, as mail-in ballots get counted. There appears to be a long road ahead, though, as the counting of provisional ballots won't start until Wednesday. Then the last of the mail-in ballots will start being counted on Friday. Elrich said in a message late this week that more than 115,000 mail-in ballots were requested, and as of Election Day, only about 30,000 had been received. So we wait. But it's nature, and this is not a quick process. Reardon Sullivan has already been projected as the winner on the Republican side. John Aaron, WTOP News. Catholic masses used to be uh, celebrated in Latin, but Pope Francis limited the use of the old rite last year. It means some changes ahead for the Catholic Archdiocese of Washington. There are Catholics who still like to attend masses that use the 1962 Missal, which is said in Latin. To provide for that, Cardinal Wilton Gregory has designated three locations where that can happen. The Franciscan Monastery of the Holy Land in Northeast D.C., the Chapel of St. John the Evangelist Parish in Forest Glen, Maryland, and the Mission Church of St. Dominic in Aquasco, Maryland. Latin masses are being banned in other parishes in the diocese as of September 21st. The Washington Post reports there are now a half dozen parishes in the Washington Archdiocese which still offer the Latin Mass. Sandy Kozell, WTOP News. Three ghost bikes will be installed this weekend in D.C. It's to commemor commemorate the three cyclists who died this month after being struck and killed by drivers. Monica Marin, an artist and cyclist, says she was working on the ghost bike of Michael Randall when she heard about the death of Michael Gordon. The third, Sean O'Donnell, was killed this past Wednesday. The ghost bike will be, uh, the bikes rather, will be installed at intersections where the accidents happened. In 2015, when Mayor Muriel Bowser's Vision Zero program launched, there were 26 reported traffic deaths. Last year, there were 40. Coming up after traffic and weather, nearly two dozen biker club members are facing charges in connection with a deadly shooting in Maryland. It's 107. I knew I had a problem, but I didn't know what to do about it. I tried counting calories, I took pills, eating and eating, and then more eating. I really wanted to stop, but nothing could make me stop. At one point, it was so bad that I just felt like giving up. I felt so alone. 